guys, welcome back to the Yid Kid channel. Um, another Podspurs episode. It is the 14th, the 14th of July. Um, we're two days away from our preseason friendly. Um, tomorrow I will bring you um, a match preview for that. Um, but first of all, I wanted to start the show saying a huge thank you to you guys because the support on the last two videos that I've made has been absolutely massive. Um, I just made, I just uploaded a video recently with Matt Hayes. Um, you do not want to miss out on that video because it was an absolute stunning video. Obviously, we all know Matt Hayes is the master of the transfer window um, when it comes to Tottenham. But, I mean, I, I couldn't be doing this without you guys. And your support has been absolutely phenomenal in the last few days. But um yeah, let's get straight into the episode because it is a packed. It's a it's gonna be a good episode today because there's quite a lot of Spurs news, um to go over. Uh, but let's start with the first report, um and it's one that I have mixed minds with because Danny well Southampton are re- reluctant to make deals with Tottenham Hotspur because of the, what they had to go with, um with Hoiberg, now. I don't understand. I mean, I do understand because he, I mean, Daniel Levy is the most stubborn of stubborn men. But um, Southampton should be looking at it a different way because um, Levy is not the one that's making the deals anymore. It's it's actually um, Paratici. I hope Levy's probably going to get into it a little, but you're not going to have to be dealing as much with that stubborn, bald man. So you shouldn't be worrying too much, mate. Um, going more into the article, says Southampton are reluctant to doing business with Tottenham. The news could jeopardize Nuno. You could barely see that, guys. Um, the news the news could jeopardize Nuno Espirito Santo's plans for Saints striker Danny Ings. Nuno is desperate to sign the 28 year old striker, who has rejected a contract extension from Southampton. Um, the Portuguese wants Ings to play alongside England captain Harry Kane in the front two. That's if he stays. Um, But the relationship between the two clubs is at an all-time low, according to the evening standard. (laughs) That's that's convenient. Um, The evening standard is setting the standard. Um, The outlet quote sources from the Saints stating that relations with Spurs had turned sour when negotiating for Pierre-Emma Hoiberg transfer last summer. The South Coast Club um, were annoyed with Spurs trying to turn Hoiberg, ter- Hoiberg's ter- head early, as well as Daniel Levy's hardball approach. That is a perfect way to put it when you say Daniel Levy's hardball approach. Hard-headed ball. Um, hard-balled-headed ball approach. But, um, I mean, when it comes to, I don't, Daniel Levy is always, um, there's every club that we do a deal with. Um, either we sell a player or we buy a player. We just, our relationship with the club goes sour. Tottenham is sour FC. Um, we don't, um, our relationships are just sour with any club. I'm pretty sure with Sir Alex Ferguson that fell out of relationship with Levy. Um, I'm over, um, we have good relations with Real Madrid, I think. Um, I believe so. We have good relations with Real Madrid. But, I mean, you never know. Tomorrow they could turn sour. But, um, yeah, it's, with Danny Ings, 
he's that type of player that if we do get him, it's confusing because a player, one of the star players are going to have to be dropped. I mean, either Son, which I definitely don't want to see dropped, um, or Regulon. So I'm pretty sure Regulon is going to be into starting 11. Um, I don't think Nuno will be playing five midfielders. Um, it's, and then two strikers. I just don't think that will be happening. Um, and I think Nuno's approach should, is going to be more defensive than more attacking. So I wouldn't be surprised if we don't sign Daniel Levy. But of course, we know who's on top. So of course, we're not gonna. It's gonna be hard for us to sign a player. The next report is from Tribal Football. AC Milan director Maldini confirms talks with Arsenal Spurs target Kessie. Um, Kessie is that type of player that I think we don't need midfielders, but for him, we can make an exception. Um, I think he's a great player, and I think he's that type of player that I think he'll do. I think he's the perfect fit for the Premier League. Um, but AC Milan technical directors Paolo um, Maldini says the club are working on a contract extension for Frank Kessie. Um, the Ivorian midfielder has entered the last year of his current contract. Arsenal and Tottenham have been monitoring his situation, but Maldini is confident he will remain in Milan. He will be part of the future of Milan. We are all um, working on his renewals, Maldini told DA. ZN. Kessie has also been linked with rivals Inter Milan. He has sent um that he has sent the last two seasons with the um Ross okay, I can't pronounce that name. I'm pretty sure that's like um that's how you say Lily Whites for AC Milan, but um Rosanary uh oh no, that's a club, but um scoring scoring 17 goals in 72 appearances. For a midfielder, it's not that bad, and for him not to be as attacking um, as most midfielders, it's also not as bad. Um, when it comes to Frank Kessie, I do like his playing style. Um, I, I think he compares a lot, quite a lot to Partey, and um, but not the fact that we're not going to be making a little silly dance for him um, if he does sign. Next story is um, Tomiyasu. Um, apparently we'll be signing him in the next week. This one's from the fourth official. Tottenham Hotspur winning race to land Serie A defender. What will he bring to the to North London? He'll bring he'll bring superiority to Eric Dyer, and if he plays right back, he'll bring superiority to um Sergiori. This article is quite of a long one. I'm not gonna go over it. We all know what's the situation with uh, Tomiyasu, so I'm just gonna read the first paragraph. Um, in a recent print edition. Um, Leco di Bergamo mentioned that Tottenham Hotspur are winning the race to land Bologna defender Takiro Tomiyasu this summer. It is believed that Spurs have won the duel with Atlanta in the chase for the for the Japanese def, um, centre-back, who is keen on making a move to North London. In this off-season, um, transcripted and translated by, by Sports Witness, so it seems like this one is about to be a done deal. Um, I hope it is a done deal, but we know how Tottenham is. We almost a done deal. Um, I don't believe it's a done deal until it's a done deal for me. Um, I think stuff are official when 
Ton on Twitter posts that. I think that's when stuff gets official. Um, I don't. I didn't even believe it that much when Fabrizio. I mean, I think Fabrizio Romano is a fantastic source, but I don't believe as much when he says, "Here we go." I think there's. I remember, um, in the documentary for Leeds, that one was a "Here do we go" for um, I believe Dan James, and that one didn't fall through. So it's always so things in the final minute that could um break the relationship with a player. Um, and when you buy a player, you have to have everything right. Um, you have to have the club that you're playing, um, that you're trying to convince right. You have to have the agent right, and you have to have what the player wants. Um, and you have to have, and it has to be a good player for you as well. So, I mean, a great a great example for that would have to be the next article um, that we're going to come up to in a second. The biggest news of the day, Kunde. Um, that will be the last article. But that's a bit of an example for this. Um, we had the negotiation with the club, and everything was right with the club. We made a deal. Um, they accepted our bid, but then Kunde didn't want to come to Tottenham because we're not his his type of level of a squad. But Fabrizio Romano, um, Fabrizio Romano issues warning over Fabio Paratici. Um, the Fab issue warning on the Fab. Um, this one's from Give Me Sports. Um, not sure why there's two photos of Paratici eating a microphone, <laughs> but um. Famed journalist, journalist um, Fabio Fabrizio Romano has warned Tottenham fans over Fabio Paratici's methods in the transfer window. Um, it was announced last month that Paratici has joined Tottenham as the club managing director of football after 11 years working at Italian Janet, Giants Juventus. Previous reports in June from Football Insider revealed that Paratici has been pushing harder hard to make Nuno Espirito Santos the new manager of Spurs. And weeks later, the Portuguese boss has was announced by the club. As the man to lead Tottenham in the 2021-2022 campaign. Um, what has Romano said about Paratici? This is going to be, we're going to read this and um, we're going to move on to the next article. Journalist Romano has warned Tottenham fans of Paratici methods in the transfer market and claimed that the Italian style is to work on moves for 10 different players in the same position. Speaking on the Here We Go podcast, Romano said, Tana fans, get ready for Fabio Paratici's work on 10 different players in the same position. This is his style. We always say that Fabio, um, Fabio Paratici will always um, always work like he like this at Juventus, and he will. He continues like, and he and he will continue like this at Tottenham. So if you see um, players being linked to Tottenham, don't get your hopes too up. It's just a player that Fabio Paratici wrote in his notebook to keep in mind. Um, so when we're really interested, just just look at it when when it's official, then believe it. Um, that's 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 how I look at the Tottenham rumors nowadays. I don't believe pretty much anything that comes out of Tottenham media. But um, we've got two more articles left, and we've got the big one with the Jules Kunde story. Um, report Tottenham prepare for 25 to 27 mil proposal to sign 25-year-old Premier League striker. This one's from the lane and back. Um, Tottenham preparing proposal for Wolves forward Daniel Podence. According to journalist Pedro Amalad, Amal, Am, Almedia on Twitter, Tottenham Hotspur are readying a proposal worth in 25 to 27 mil in order to secure the signing of Portuguese ace Daniel Podence from Wolves. 
The 25-year-old Potence came through the Academy of Sporting um, and had a loan spell um, at Morinez before making the first his first debut at the club in 2018. The club, the, the left winger left um, for Greek outfits, Olympiakos, where he impressed a great deal, promoting uh, promoting Wolves to sign him in January last deal last um, year, and he had a phenomenal season in the Premier League. I think he's a phenomenal player, but um, this one's another one that we can't take. We have to take with a bit of a grain of salt, because you know Fabio Paratici. I mean, Fabrizio Romano has just warned us. Um, that Fabio Pratici's way of going about transfers is going through 10 players in one position. So this could be one of those players that doesn't get picked. But at the end of the day, maybe it's one that Nuno asked for since he's an ex-Wolves manager and he knows how he works. He probably said, I really want this lad to come to Tottenham. Can he pull it off? Um, and Paratici's wrote it down in his notebook as another one of his 10 um, players for that position. But... Um, the last article is from Give Me Sports on them transfer um, news. Fabrizio Romano reveals 100% priority at Spurs, and it's just not that much of a blinder. It's not that much. It's not going to blow your mind away. Um, Fabrizio, Romano, Fabrizio Romano has confirmed that Tottenham will definitely sign a centre-back this summer. Um, I mean, if we didn't sign a centre-back, it would be probably the one of the best, biggest. I mean, forget the NFL protest. Um, there will be every Spurs game. While they're putting the, the anthems in the beginning, they're putting the sky, the Star Wars songs. Um, everybody will be singing Levy out, Levy out, Levy out. And that's what we should be doing anyways. But it will be to a, a completely different level if we don't sign a center back this season. So, I mean, you could kind of say it's confirmed that we'll talk about us, but definitely sign a center back. But it was confirmed that we had a mystery player. And um, it was confirmed that we had, what's the name of this man? Um, Mr. Googler that we had to Google up. The guy from the... Honestly, my brain has gone black now. Um, but the guy from... That we're about to sign, Fonseca. Fonseca. It was almost supposed to be official for Fonseca. Was it official, guys? That, you know, the... History is history. But, um, what has Romano said about Tottenham center back search? I'm going to look for the exact quote because sometimes the other ones are a bit of a waste of time to read for you guys and for me. But Romano says on the Here We Go podcast, Tomiasso is getting closer because the offer 18 mil, um, in parentheses, 15.3 mil, um, add-on in, add-ons included, they are progressing in talks and the player wants to join Tottenham and Arsenal are not an option for Tomiasso right now. Um, so Tottenham are going for it. They're going to. They're going for a center back. It's a, It's still an open situation, but 100%, they will sign at least one center back. Um, I like how he says at least one center back because if we don't sign two center backs, um, nobody's gonna come back and say 100% we're gonna sign two center backs. But um, it's our number one priority, and I mean, this this is really a surprise. Look at last season, um, the club that conceded the last. The most, I'm pretty sure, the most goals in the last 10 minutes. Um, and couldn't, I mean, we couldn't sit back in our chairs for the last 10 minutes of matches. So I, I really want to sit back next season, watch Tottenham in peace without having to think that we'll concede a goal in the last minute. Um, or we'll, I mean, after that, I don't know about you guys, guys. Um, but after that game versus versus West Ham, obviously, um, 
you guys probably don't want it to want me to ever mention it again. But after that game versus West Ham, um, you uh, every ten minutes when we're winning three 0 or even if we're winning two 0 going into the last ten minutes, I'm worried. I'm worried. But uh, I'm not going into the next article, and this is the biggest one of the day. Kunde turns down Spurs, um, and the English club wants to sign him, but he doesn't want to. I mean, Spanish football has left this one very, very, very clear. But uh, Jules Kunde seems set to depart Sevilla this summer after all after an impression uh, after an impressive couple of seasons at the Estadio Romano Sanchez on um, Peace One. But one club he doesn't plan to join this um, is Tottenham Hotspur. Um, in recent weeks, Spurs have shown an interest in the 22-year-old who has um, a, an 80 million euro release clause. However, Marca have, can reveal that Kunde has informed Tottenham that he doesn't want to join the club following the Premier League side's initial approach to Sevilla. Now, this one is one following yesterday that we had... The deal, I mean, Sevilla had agreed. Um, and it was an absolute blinder of a deal. I'm saying 30 mil plus Davison Sanchez. So we're going to get one of the best center backs in the in the world um, right now, I've got to say, in the one of the best. And we're going to be selling one of the worst players on our club in replace room. That is an absolute blinder of a deal. But, uh, of course, it was good, too good to be true. And um, they poured the cold water on it. Oh, but it's the history of the Tottenham, as Chiellini, as Benucci will say, would say. But um, yeah, let's go into the outside of Tottenham segment because preseason has started, and there it's an amazing result, guys. Absolutely amazing. Arsenal have started their prem- their um, their preseason with a loss. Now, I mean, I you don't know how amazing that is. It is truly, truly, truly phenomenal. Um, I'm trying to find the biggest games that happened yesterday. Um, most of it is a bunch of games that nobody even cares about. I'm not trying to waste your time going over 50 preseason matches that of clubs you've never heard of. So I'm just trying to get to Arsenal and it doesn't show up. Arsenal too small of a club to be on this this site. Um. The Pepsi Max, um, the Scottish lot of stuff going on here. Not sure. Um, Concacaf Gold Cup happened yesterday. Honduras, um, beat Granada four nil, and Qatar tied with Panama three to three. So, two very interesting games there. Trying to find the Arsenal results because it's one that I extremely want to go over. And we've got it here. We have got it on the screen. Come on. Oh, my days. What a start for the Arsenal season. This is beautiful. This is beautiful right here. This is what I call beauty. Hibernachi. Um, Hibernian. Two. Arsenal. One. Wow, I mean that that is just brilliant. I'm gonna see um the teams. I want to see the starting eleven for Arsenal because okay, so yeah, they weren't okay. Aubameyang was playing, all right. That's the starting eleven, except for Sock, uh, Source, um, and Clark. Okay, not maybe their B team, 
But still, against Heber, okay, Heber, they're probably not even playing their best team as well. Oh, they've got Campbell. They've got So Campbell. They've got So Campbell. But, um, it's 2 1. I'm pretty, oh, my days. Wow, what a result, man. What a result. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. Um, we always love to see Arsenal starting their season with a loss. But, um, and now, um, okay, that's, that was yesterday. Today, um, so I mean, they've started it off with a loss. I'm trying to find more preseason games. That is a beautiful sight, and I might leave it up for the rest of the episode. Just having um, Arsenal Hinabache there, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. There we go. That's zoomed in so you could see it perfect. That is perfect right there. Two one, um, Hibernian. And Arsenal, uh, Boyle and McClay, um, and Emil Smith Rowe scored for Arsenal. So that's probably the result of the week. Unless, um, obviously, if we beat Leighton Orient, it will be the result of the week. Um, and I'll be, I'll be doing all. I'll be doing a post, not a post to watch along, but you know, I'm gonna record myself and the reaction to the goals. I'll put, make a video on it. Like if it was a watch along, but way shorter, so you wouldn't. Um, see me staring at a game for three for 90 minutes but um thank you so much for tuning in I, as i've said before the support i've been getting in the in the video that i did with matt hayes the last podcast i did with david harris jack kanecki and um, cody mack huge um i mean over 100 views on each video and i've never had 100 views on my channel before that's how big um those two videos got um, Matt Hayes one, I'm pretty sure, passed 200 um, views at the moment at 203. Um, at the moment, 204. <laughs> and we're at 245 subscribers. So thank you guys so much. You don't understand how much it means to me. But, um, yeah, make sure to smash the like on the video um, if you like these quick updates. Um, I, I love enjoy doing these videos for you guys, um, informing you about what's going on in the Tottenham world. There's quite a lot to take in. Um, and if you, if you want to know what's going on, tune into the channel. Um, I do, I try to do my, po these podcasts every weekday on Monday, we got bring on guests on Tuesday. We had a special occasion. We did a podcast with guests, but that was because it was a special occasion. Um, we had a few special people wanting to get on. And by the way, that Matt Hayes video was not a Podspurs episode. It was just a transfer special. But, um, if you're watching on Spotify on Apple iTunes, uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel on YouTube and I'll see you guys in the next one. Come on, you Spurs. Enoch out.